comics, TV, movies, video games, and more. The Comic and Culture Cast. Holy absorptions and fusions, Batman. It's time for the Comic and Culture Cast. This is Les, your marvelous Marvel guy. And I may not be for the capital, but I'm your DC guy, Joshua. And I'm your little master Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) All right, so we are finally returning to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, the game released earlier this year that traveled through the beloved Dragon Ball Z story. I'd like to personally apologize because it's kind of my fault that it took this long to get to this episode. I just recently completed the main game and the first DLC because I'm kind of weird. It takes me a long time to play through games, but we're finally here. But before we fly off to Satan City, the Sacred World of the Kais, New Namek, and West City, we'll jump into the Speed Force for Newsflash. talk about newsflash while i get the timer ready sure so we have uh 15 minutes to get through all the news that has happened since the last episode uh any news we don't get to will be on the facebook page uh more on that at the end of the episode excellent so i'm about to set it it's we have um an interesting spread of news and i just want to say the stuff from dc fandom we're going to save to the end after newsflash and kind of have its own segment for it so without any further ado ready set go I'm first? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's okay. So, all right. I'm going to talk about um, some video games. I'm going to talk about the upcoming release schedule um, since it's been a while since our last episode. Um, we have a few announcements. Um, Spellbreak, the free-to-play magic-based Battle Royale, is scheduled to be released on September 3rd. We're recording this August 30th, just so you guys know. Uh, Marvel's Avengers comes out September 4th on this Friday. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and Star Wars Squadrons will both release on October 2nd. Watch Dogs Legion will be released on October 29th. And November has a few massive games releasing back-to-back. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on November 13th. Assassin's Creed Valhalla on November 17th. And Cyberpunk 2077 on November 19th. When it comes to the next-generation consoles, uh, Avengers, Watch Dogs Legion, and Valhalla are confirmed to be there at launch of the next uh, of the next systems. It hasn't been confirmed as a launch title officially, but I'd be like completely shocked if Call of Duty wasn't there at launch as well. Um, we're starting to get an idea of what we'll be playing this fall on next gen, but we still don't have an official release date or price for either console at this time, which is crazy because it's almost September and we haven't heard anything. So. Yeah, that's pretty shocking, I think. But, yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, the Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, that's an excellent subtitle. Yeah, right? <laughs> I remember I remember growing Double up meaning. playing yeah, Crash Bandicoot 2, and mm-hmm. then 3 came out, and it, it has been, it is about time. It's yeah, been a while. For um, sure. And yeah, really excited for Valhalla, so. Yeah. Okay, so I have a long piece of news, so I'll do this one, and then we'll set it back to last. This is kind of weird news, not really typical for us to go over, but I think it does have some crossover with pop culture, so it's worth mentioning. 
Um, so I'll just jump in. I'll, I kind of pre-wrote it, and then I'll have a little bit of free-form commentary on it afterwards. So I've never been a fan of TikTok, but I've always said, if you want to do cringy stuff, that's your right. You do it. <laughs> well, it turns out that TikTok is more than just kind of cringe. It has been confirmed that TikTok has been collecting users' personal data and is owned by ByteDance. This is kind of typical. You hear, you know, oh, they, they're collecting your data. You hear with Facebook and stuff. The difference with TikTok is it actually has close ties to the Chinese government. Um, ByteDance does. And if you know anything about the Chinese government, they kind of own a lot of the private businesses there where they're not really that private. So earlier this year, U.S. military members were actually banned from having the app on government-issued devices and were urged not to keep the app on their personal devices as well. Well, President Trump signed an executive order actually banning American companies from engaging in business with ByteDance starting on September 15th of this year. What's interesting is Microsoft is actually in talks of attempting to purchase TikTok before that date and um, has stated that they plan to address any security concerns in the process. So that way people can keep using TikTok. It'll just be owned by Microsoft instead of ByteDance if this um, sale goes through. Another executive order was signed. This is where it kind of gets more related to us and our topics. It was signed the same day actually banning American companies from engaging in business with Tencent, another company. Um, they are the owners of WeChat. Tencent has been found guilty of the same behaviors that ByteDance is, creating spyware essentially for the Chinese government. Tencent is where things get really interesting as it relates to the topics of our podcast, because Tencent actually owns 100% of Riot Games, which is the developer of League of Legends, and over 80% of Supercell, the owner of Clash of Clans. Single-digit percentages of Blizzard, Ubisoft, and Platinum Games, 10% of Universal Music Group, and they're the largest minority owner of Epic Games. Tencent also has a production company, Tencent Pictures, that has been involved in films including, but not limited to, Wonder Woman, Venom, Terminator Dark Fate, and Top Gun Maverick. This is not confirmed that each of these games slash programs is spyware. We just know that TikTok and WeChat are confirmed to be essentially spyware for the Chinese. And I use that term loosely, spyware. It's the term I choose to use because they've just been known to be doing spyware-like practices for the Chinese government. Now, what's scary to me is that League of Legends is 100% owned by Tencent. So if any of them are guilty of it, I think it would be League of Legends. I know a lot of people that play League. What if League is also spyware for the Chinese government, too, and just has yet to be discovered? It's kind of interesting. On a personal note, I, myself, am against government banning private businesses, but it gets kind of dicey with stuff like this. ByteDance and Tencent are not American companies, and under Chinese law, as Chinese companies, they must share user data with the Chinese government. And since they are collecting user data, this makes them essentially, like I said, spyware for the Chinese Communist Party. Um, and there actually was an update on this. Um, the White House has confirmed that Tencent ban is only in relation to WeChat, although several of the companies listed earlier have relations with WeChat and how they use WeChat within the programs and in addition to the programs. We'll have to wait and see how everything plays out, but it's kind of scary seeing how these companies collect user data and not just do that, but make it accessible to foreign governments and China of all places. Um, there actually was an update that I did not write to this where um, TikTok was trying to dispute some of it, but... Um, not many people are kind of believing their disputes. Hopefully all of it will be resolved if a sale via, um, Microsoft goes through and that would kind of, um, get things, get some more trust from people and be able, have them continue to, um, work out that type of stuff. Real odd news, but it, I figure it kind of relates to what we're doing a little bit. I didn't get into League of Legends or TikTok, so I think I, I think I'm good. <laughs> it just, it's just so weird and out of nowhere, It is kind you know? of weird, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, I'll continue on with some more video games. Uh, very quick piece of news about kind of, we're starting to get some release dates for next year's video games. Uh, Hitman 3 will be released on January 20th, 2021. 
Far Cry 6 will be released on February 18th, 2021, and Halo Infinite, which was the big Xbox Series X game this, this fall. This was the reason to buy it, yeah. Got delayed to 2021. <laughs> That's which crazy to is me. It's crazy. But I mean, yeah, did you did you see like the gameplay of it? Oh yeah. What it, did you think it looks- of it? Okay, so I can I look at it and I say, okay, it's it's definitely not completed. Mm-hmm. So graphics are good, not great. To me, the gameplay looked really cool because um for my birthday, Austin bought me the Master Chief Collection for PC, and we've been playing it together. And so this is my first time actually like playing through Halo in order. So we played, I played through Halo Reach, I played through Halo um, Combat Evolve. We actually played together, um, Austin and I, Halo Two together, and soon I'll be playing either ODST or Three. Um, I'm not sure because they're releasing it part by part. Yeah. And so I'm really enjoying it. And so seeing some of the new mechanics, like the grappling gun and stuff, looks really cool. And I'm actually kind of excited for the game. But <laughs> I do think it's crazy. Yeah, I do think that gameplay-wise, it looked pretty cool. I do think that like um, for X for Microsoft to be claiming that like, like this is the most powerful console ever, and then I don't know. And I get that you know it's not complete yet, but I don't know mm-hmm. if like maybe releasing on Xbox One is probably not like maybe just go full next gen with it. Might be cooler, yeah. but I don't know. I'm with you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a that's a big delay, yeah. especially for that's supposed to like Ugh. Halo is like the seller. Of yeah, Xbox. that was like their big game. <laughs> yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah. All right, a couple things. Um, Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle, the mobile game I play all the time, just finished up its fifth year anniversary on the global version of the game, and now we're currently in the countdown. Actually, the countdown just ended um, on Friday. I think it actually started the 350 million download celebration, which has been renamed to Worldwide Celebration Campaign. And it is Boo Saga themed, which kind of relates to what we're reviewing today. So that's kind of cool. The new banners are up right now. It's a Goku base form Goku and Vegeta Angel card that transforms into Super Vegito and a Boo Tanks card that transforms into Boo Han. So real cool stuff there. Um, great. It's a great time to start playing the game. Anytime there's an anniversary or a download celebration is the perfect time to start playing if you haven't played before. So like I said, back in um, July was a great time. Well, now it's a great time as well. And then it's kind of a wait until next July for it to be another great time to start playing. Um, Rocksteady Studios has finally announced their new Suicide Squad game. Um, We're supposed to get more information from DC Fandom, which already happened. You can see some of this news is kind of old. And we'll get into that right after Newsflash. Warner Brothers also unveiled the official logo for the Suicide Squad movie. And we saw a little bit of Black Suit Superman, which is cool as well. And the rest of my news is DC Fandom stuff. So... Back to you, Lesh, to finish it out. Actually, I'll pass it to Bradley first. Bradley, you got anything to add? No? Okay. Um, so, I'll, <laughs> I'll do- <laughs> so, okay, so for movies, uh, I thought I'd go over the latest schedule since we've had a few delays. Uh, first, actually, The New Mutants, finally, after like probably like five delays, was finally released on August 28th. I saw it. It was, you know, it was okay. But, you know, it was nice being back in the theaters again, so it was, it was really cool. Uh, first time... Uh, being back in the theater since March. So, yeah, loved being back. Uh, Tenet is going to be coming out on September 3rd. That's Christopher Nolan's movie. Uh, Mulan is skipping theaters entirely and is going to be coming to Disney Plus on September 4th. And then A Quiet Place Part 2, The Kingsman, and Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick were all delayed to 2021. I don't know if we covered this a few episodes ago either, but I know Godzilla vs. Kong was also delayed into 2021 mm-hmm. as well. Um so yeah, um, and then yeah, Black Widow's still coming out. James Bond's still coming out. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something about one of those things, and I forgot. 
Oh, it's interesting what a lot of theaters are doing. Um, I don't remember if you remember Cameron. He he's yeah. done some Dragon Ball stuff with me. He uh, I was talking to him. He works at um the Epic Theaters here in Deland. Mm-hmm. The the remember the two dollar theater? Yeah. He works there, and um they actually kind of shut that theater down during the mm-hmm. COVID stuff. And the bigger theater, and that's kind of like almost in Deltona. Mm-hmm. That he's been working there on certain nights, and they're doing a drive-in theater where like they're doing like one movie a night. That's cool. And so it's interesting how you know they're kind of trying to make things work. My uh, one of my good friends saw New Mutants with a drive-in theater. Cool. Yeah, I've actually never been to one. Actually, yeah, I had to go sometime. Now that we kind of have one for yeah, a bit. right. <laughs> All right. Well, we actually have like four and a half minutes. We were kind of breezing through that to try and make sure we fit everything. I mean, I can make up news really fast. Nope, that's okay. Okay. Um, I did get word from Bradley. Um, the reason he's not here, we were talking. We were gonna. Um, he was supposed to be here, but then he couldn't make it. And so I asked him if it was okay if I said this, and he said yes. So sorry, Bradley couldn't make it. He has some family stuff going on, so keep him in your thoughts and your prayers as his family kind of goes through the stuff there, and um, hopefully everything can go well there. And he he feels really bad about not being able to make it. Um, we were going to record on Friday, but we had a delay, and he just said, you know what, I don't want to delay us anymore. I feel real bad. So I tell him, don't feel bad. You know, stuff happens. But he wanted to let you guys know that he apologizes and to just keep him in your thoughts and prayers as his family goes through with everything they're going through right now. Wait, Bradley's not here. Who, who have I been talking to for like this? Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll go ahead and stop the timer. And let's talk about DC fandom. Yeah. So this was actually really interesting. Kind of with Comic-Con people not doing it. So everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And so real interesting stuff. So it happened this past weekend. Not the weekend that we're recording, but the weekend before. So the week you're listening to this, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Um, and I completely forgot about it, honestly. <laughs> I didn't know, I forgot it was happening, and then the t- trailers dropped. And so, since this news is kind of, it was brand new when I wrote this, <laughs> but kind of brand new and pretty plentiful, I thought it's best to cover it in its own section without a time limit. So first we'll tell you about everything that happened, and then we'll discuss our thoughts and opinions on Three it. Three minute time limit. Uh, <laughs> I could try, but no. <laughs> so, um, the trailers. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wonder Woman 1984. The Batman, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, it's a video game, Gotham Knights, a video game, and The Flash Season 7, the TV show. Behind the scenes footage we got to see on The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn movie. We got to see gameplay footage on um, Gotham Knights. It was actually a pre-alpha build that we saw. And then we got new information on Shazam sequel called Shazam Fury of the Gods with no exclamation point. So I don't have to shout it every time I say that. Uh, We got to see the logo for the Batman film. Um, With the Black Adam film, we actually heard a little bit about it. Um, The Justice Society is going to be in it. It's confirmed that Adam Smasher, Cyclone, Dr. Fate, and Hawkman are in the Justice Society. And it seems that the JSA wants Black Adam to join them and to be a hero, but that Black Adam wants to take more of an anti-hero approach to things. And we saw new concept art for the Flash film. And there are reports that both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck will be in this film as Batman. I'm thinking maybe the multiverse. So that's pretty much all the big information we got. Les, you want to go back through it and kind of break down each item with me? Yeah, let's do it. So Justice League first? Okay, so yeah, what did you think about that? Um, yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I I mean, I for me, I think I've always been more kind of curious to see Zack Snyder's Justice League than like excited for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I'm very kind of intrigued to see kind of what it's going to be. Uh, I do, I don't know if, like, because, you know, they're going to be releasing it in, like, the, in, like, four parts, 
right? Mm-hmm. I don't and know. I don't know if I like that. I think I would have just preferred like give me the entire thing. Um, I'm with you. I would have preferred a yeah. four hour movie. Yeah, but I'm interested to see like how that affects the pacing. Yeah, for sure. Um, the obviously the visuals are not done, but they look good knowing they're not done. Yeah. Um, it was cool to see Darkseid, Desaad, the new Steppen or the original Steppenwolf look, the black suit, um, Superman. So lots of cool stuff in there. It'd be good um, to have all these characters fleshed out too. Absolutely, especially seeing um Cyborg's full story, mm-hmm. which is supposed supposedly very heartfelt. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that looks good. I'm excited for it, and like you just heard, it's um confirmed to be four episodes i guess you can call it an hour each Mm -hmm. so pretty good um wonder woman 1984 that one yeah i'm excited i I didn't actually like the first trailer but i I liked the second trailer interesting more um yeah i mean it's i don't know it felt kind of just like a classic you know like modern superhero movies that we're used to you know like it has like yeah you know it looks cool has some funny moments yeah to me, that's why I'm not super excited for it. Mm. I really enjoyed the first Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. and I was very excited for it. One, because it was the first Wonder Woman movie, mm-hmm. and she's a cool character. And two, because it was in World War One, mm-hmm. which is not very showcased yeah. very often, you know? And it was a really cool concept. I really like that time period. I feel like the 80s are overdone. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think a part of the, the reason why I think I'm not as excited for this movie as much is because, like, you know, we had... We've had like Guardians and Thor and, you know, those those have been very kind of, you know, like 70s, 80s themed and, you know, str- even Stranger Things. So yeah, it's, Stranger it's, it's Things like it's like now, like, I don't know, like it's kind of killing my excitement for it. I'm Honestly, I'm kind of just excited just because I love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. That's really the only reason why I think I'd probably watch it. And I'll say I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, just uh, Cheetah's kind of cool. Yeah. Maxwell Lord <clears throat> is boring honestly the only reason maxwell lord exists is, is because they wanted to give a lex luther counterpart mm-hmm. counterpart to supergirl mm-hmm. um so he's just not as exciting of a character to me and yeah. i don't know it, i want to be excited for it it's just in comparison to the first wonder Woman movie right. my excitement is very low yeah but who knows maybe that'll change i think a lot All of right. my ex- sorry i was just gonna say, i think a lot oh, of my oh. excitement for this movie is because i love the first one so much like it, that's really the only thing that's carrying my excitement for this that's interesting. So we're both the same way, just two sides of the same coin. Yeah. All right, the Batman. What did you think of this? This was my favorite trailer by far of everything we got at DC Fandom. I loved it so much. <laughs> this was really cool. This was I'll so say, cool. out of the films, this was my number two. Justice League was number one for me, mm-hmm. but this was a close second. Yeah. This looks very interesting. Oh, yeah. And it has that Batman tone that you want. Well, and yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious to know your thought. To me, this, it kind of felt like... A lot like, like, in a good, like, I hope it's not the same universe as Joker, because I think Joker worked very well as kind of a standalone thing, but I like that they're mm-hmm. going with, like, this more, like, um, more, like, psychological thriller approach. Yes. Um, I really, I, I really like that. And, I'm with you 100% yeah. there. And I think, um, it looks almost to me like a Batman year one or year mm-hmm. two, which I like that idea. Um, kind of like a return to Batman Begins, but in, in, instead of in the present in a previous time period. Yeah. And I didn't know and, what to expect from Robert Pattinson, but from what I've seen so far, he seems to be doing a good job with it. So I'm excited to see yeah. more from him. I'm with you. He's, he's kind of surprising me with how he's doing it. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be bad, but mm-hmm. I also didn't think he'd be this good yeah. from what we see so far. I honestly, I don't think I've seen him in like any movies. So I just didn't know what to expect. Like I, like I knew like he had done other stuff aside from Twilight mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to just label him as like the Twilight guy because I know he's done other stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I didn't know what to expect, but I, I, I'm... 
I'm impressed by what I've seen so far. I'm hoping he can keep it up. So, um, I could have said everything you just said and been telling the truth. Yeah. So yeah, we're <laughs> on the same boat there. Cool, cool. Um, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Is it okay if we talk a little bit about Suicide Squad and Gotham Knights? Kind of like since like connected in a way because I have I have a something that I want to say that kind of involves both of them. Um, sure. Is that okay? But I have a lot to say about Gotham Knights. Okay. Well. Oh, can I? Can, oh, let me just say this. Um, so for okay. those that are wondering, um, Suicide because I thought originally when I saw the trailers and stuff, it was the opposite. But actually, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League is the continuation from the Arkham series. Gotham Knights is a separate thing, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of I wish it was swapped because I think I didn't really need um, I didn't really need the Arkham universe to get me excited for the Suicide Squad game just because it's it's Rocksteady. Like Rocksteady is so good. I feel like I could have used the Arkham series to help me get excited for Gotham Knights. I, I'll just I'll just say that with Suicide Squad, um, I really liked the tone. Um, I'm surprised it's 2022. Um, that kind of because like Rocksteady's been working on that like for a long time, so I'm surprised mm-hmm. it's still so far out. Um, so yeah, we didn't we didn't see any gameplay. It was kind of just like a um, Kind of just a trailer for it, but um, yeah, I'm curious to see more. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, with Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. To me, it looks good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like super excited for it. Mm. And I guess just because the Suicide Squad as a concept to me is a really cool concept, mm-hmm. and I respect the concept a lot, but it's never really grabbed my interest. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe just looking at it, we we just saw a very cinematic trailer. It seems like a cool concept, you know, that they're hunting. So far, we only know Superman, but by the title, we can assume the whole Justice League. Seems like a really cool concept. But to me, it just doesn't catch me in the same way that, segue, Gotham Knights does. Interesting. Gotham Knights, to me, was, other than the Justice League trailer, the most exciting thing yeah. from DC fandom. Because I watched it and I said, wow, I really like the Arkham games, but they got a little stale because you're just playing as Batman the whole time Mm -hmm. in every game. The style of the gameplay reminds me of like Assassin's Creed type thing. And for a little um, fill in for anybody who hasn't seen it, um, it starts with Bruce Wayne is dead and Jim Gordon has been dead for a while. The Bat family is now the only hope. And this game can be played in single player or two player co-op. The characters you can play as are Dick, Tim, Jason, and Barbara, being Nightwing, Robin slash Red Robin, um, Red Hood, and Batgirl. And the main villain is the Court of Owls, but you're going to go against a bunch of villains on the way. What, to me, seems so cool about this was it was like, oh, this is just like another Arkham game, except you have four characters to choose from with four very unique play styles. So at any point in the game, you can change your play style by picking a different character, and then you can play co-op with a friend, which to me is really cool to be able to play through essentially an Arkham game with a friend and be able to change your play style by picking a different character. With Dick, you're obviously going to be doing a lot of up-close hand-to-hand combat and using the Eskimera sticks. With Tim, it's going to be a lot of hacking things and using technology, maybe some um, long-range stuff. Barbara is going to be very much like playing as Batman, I think. And then Jason, to me, is really interesting because the use of firearms adds a completely different mechanic to the game. So I think it's really cool that you can always change your play style as you go along. And to me, that's why it was so exciting. And then kind of skipping ahead just a tiny bit, the gameplay footage... Seeing that and it being a pre-alpha build and how good it looked, the only thing is it skipped a few frames in a few spots... 
it looked really good and really exciting in the gameplay way and how you can swap between the characters or do the two-player co-op. To me, this was an extremely exciting game, and I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I, I think the the big issue for me is that like it it had all the right um what's the word I'm looking for? It had like all the right pieces to be the continuation of Arkham Knight, right? Like spoil I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil Arkham Knight. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert for Arkham Knight. Like it it ends with Bruce Wayne like blowing up Wayne Manor and like everyone knows he's Batman and he's presumed dead, right? Um but then that would have been the perfect segue to now like, hey, you have all these characters. Now they have to step up for him. Um, and that was kind of how Arkham Knight ended. Uh, so I was hoping that it would be kind of a continuation of that. But like, I don't know, t- for it to be kind of like a separate universe now, I'm like, let me just play as Batman again. You know, like, I don't know. That was kind of just my opinion of mm-hmm. it. But Interesting. So here's a thought I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew the ending of Arkham Knight already. Yeah. But I had never played it mm-hmm. yet. I have not yet to play it. Do you think my opinion of this game would be different if I had played Arkham Knight? I think probably. Maybe. Okay. Because okay. like I said, I'm extremely excited for it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like you said, if I would be less excited if I had played Arkham Knight. Well, I think for me, because I, re- I really love the Arkham games. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's part of the reason why I think I am a, I am still a little bit excited for this. Because like, gameplay-wise, it, I mean, especially with like Batgirl, it looks a lot like the Arkham game. So I think that's like why I'm still kind of like, I'm still kind of a little bit excited for it. But at the same time, I think that's why I'm not excited because I know it's not the Arkham game. I know it's not the Arkham universe, you know? So I think, um, that's like a little bit that's of kind of my, you know, hesitation with it. But I do like that, you know, I, I do kind of miss, um, like single player, like, or story driven co-op games. I don't think we really get that a lot. Um, like yes. lately so i am really excited kind of for that aspect of it and to be able to play like a story driven game with my friends that's not like a lego game um that's actually i could have used this during quarantine man where we were all stuck at home this would have been the perfect game <laughs> yeah. to play um but yeah so yeah that, that's kind of my opinion on on gotham knights okay and it's interesting too that you bring that up um the idea of the story driven co-op because mm-hmm. the other cool thing about this is it's also from what we see open world yeah and rpg like where you can uh, I, if I remember correctly, you can have like skill trees and stuff, and also like you level up and you can do different parts of the stories. Like the one that we saw was the um, Mr. Freeze story, and the guy um, doing the voiceover and the gameplay footage said, "Whether you do this at level five or level fifteen, it's going to be he's his difficulty is going to be adjusted, and also his play style will be adjusted mm-hmm. as well. So that to me says you can do different parts of the story at different times depending." Yeah. So I think that's really cool too, the open world aspect of it. For sure. Oh, Instead and it's um, a linear story. Yeah, I just want to say too, uh I think we we said Suicide Squad is twenty twenty two. This game's coming out next year. Um, yes. so just uh let everyone know on that. Now the thing I'm curious about is will it have cross play? Oh man, that hopefully. That'd be, that'd be great fun. Because I've I've already said I want to play this game with a few different people mm-hmm. and I'd like to add Lesh to that list <laughs> if I can, but I know he doesn't have a PC. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. Um, I call I call Dick. This, by the way, that's fine. I, I was thinking <laughs> Tim or Jason for me. Oh, okay, okay, so, there you go. <laughs> um, game. Uh, no, behind the scenes footage. No, we're skipping one. The Flash season seven. I did not watch this trailer because <laughs> I I've, I've been turned off to the Flash since like season three or four. I also did you watch it? No, I did not. Okay, yeah, I don't figure. watch Flash. All right, well, it's a thing. <laughs> go check it out if you're interested. <laughs> All right, behind the scenes footage. The Suicide Squad movie. Behind the scenes footage. Did you watch any of it? I did. Yes. Um, I'm here. The, 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 uh, 
was it 2016? When Suicide Squad came out? Wh- whatever yes. year it came out. Uh, that Suicide Squad movie is, is a total guilty pleasure for me. Like, I know it's a bad movie, but I really, I still really enjoy it, to be honest with you. So I'm actually still kind of excited for the Suicide Squad. Um, plus, it, James Gunn, who, who you know, did the Guardians movie. So I'm very curious to see kind of his take on it. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm way more excited for this than I think I was originally planning to be. Okay. Interesting. To me, I was kind of indifferent, mm-hmm. and now I'm just slightly less indifferent, a yeah. little curious. Um, it looked interesting, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not at the point yet where I'm like, I'm going to go see it opening night, or even I'm going to go see it in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things where right now it's like, I'll watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll see if my mind changes as trailers and stuff come out. I, I do want to um, say that like I when they announced this movie, because you know, like I said, I don't think the Suicide Squad movie is, is that great. Um, honestly, I wasn't really expecting... I, I don't know how good this movie is going to be either, but, you know, I love the Suicide Squad, so I think that's kind of evident. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm ex- even though I know it might not be good, I, I'm kind of still excited for it. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, we already talked about the gameplay footage for Gotham Knights. Um, new information. Shazam, the sequel, will be called Shazam Fury of Gods. That's really all we know about it. Can, what do you think of that title? Uh, can I say one thing real quick? Um, when you um, said like, "Oh, Gotham Knights," we talked about it again. You should just replay that replay segment where we talked about Gotham Knights. Um, People will be so confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Shazam. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. To be honest, I don't really know too much about what the sequel is going to be. If I'm being yeah. honest, but yeah, because <laughs> I was really hoping that the sequel would have something to do with Mister Mind, but yeah. Fury of the Gods does not sound like Mister Mind, right. mind controlling worm. And the mind controlling worm sounds silly, but if you think about it, there's a lot that could be done with that. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, and like influences you can have like on world leaders or even like tech giants and like companies and stuff like that could be really. In- but Fury of the Gods, I, I haven't got a clue. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. Interesting. The Batman logo. Um, you can see that in the show notes right there, Lush. What yeah. do you think of it? Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool. The one thing that has me worried is uh, it it looks a lot like the Joker logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i don't know how i feel about that but you know I still, I still think it looks pretty cool yeah i think it looks good yeah um it's interesting i've seen a lot of people online saying like oh finally we're back to a good batman logo that's thin me personally i prefer the thick fat logo i think See, that looks better i, I think logo. i think this looks too thin to me I, yes. I think i prefer i like a thinner one but this looks too thin um in my opinion mm-hmm. so at least we're in agreement on the it, it's too too scrawny yeah um but either way it looks fine looks good mm. um it's interesting to see as this movie develops if you want to see the logo this is an audio only podcast right now so um obviously you can't see it well i'm recording this <laughs> just on my look phone up... right now okay so for a video i was kidding <laughs> so just google the batman logo and you'll find all the wrong logos <laughs> so i don't know how you should find this uh batman new dash news.com is where i found the logo so if you go there and scroll through the articles i'm sure just look it. up the dark knight logo and it'll pop up the wrong <laughs> just look up um man of steel logo just like a and man of avengers steel. logo yeah just it'll be one of those yeah, yeah exactly just look up apple logo and it'll come up there you go <laughs> walmart walmart logo <laughs> all right black adam the film um what do you think of the idea of having the justice society in it and them trying to recruit him uh yeah i mean yeah i think it's a cool idea um it wasn't what i was expecting which i think is always mm-hmm. kind of cool when it's you know not what you're expecting for um, a movie. So I, th- I think it's kind of cool. And, and, you know, more DC characters is always great. 
Yes. Um, so, yeah. Although, I, um, I will admit, I still don't know how I feel about Dwayne Johnson, but that's just I think, me. Well, he definitely looks like Black yeah, he Adam. He looks like Black Adam. I just, I'm not really... Can he act like Black right, Adam? Right, because like, he always acts like the same thing in every movie. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, there is one character that he is perfect to play. And that is from Avatar The Last Airbender, The Boulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would be good. But I think The Boulder was based off of The Rock. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, um, Dr. Fate and Hawkman, I'm very familiar with. I'm very, very excited, especially to see Dr. Fate um, in live action. Adam Smasher and Cyclone, I'm not super familiar with, but apparently they are like new recruits. Well, he smashes Adams and he's a Cyclone. So, yeah. So, there we go. (laughs) Perfect. Um, but it seems kind of cool that like they want to kind of be like, "Hey, Black Adam, you're you're kind of a jerk. You should join us." And then he's like, "Nope, I'm gonna do this my own way," or maybe he'll join them and try and change them. So that'd be interesting too. Mm-hmm. But really, especially with the special effects we saw for um, Doctor Strange, yeah, um, seeing those types of things yeah, translated yeah. onto Doctor Fate, and I believe wasn't Doctor Strange based on Doctor Fate originally uh possi- or is it way around? possibly one of them was probably based on the other yeah <laughs> but either way it'll be interesting to see those types of effects mm-hmm. um you know how it is there was like that period of time where like there were a bunch of marvel characters based on dc and a bunch of dc characters yeah. based on marvel characters they just kind of copied each other for a few years yeah and it worked out so yeah exactly <laughs> and it's interesting like um aquaman was a copy of namor namor like flopped and aquaman did really well yeah but then you also look at stuff like um the x-men was a copy of doom patrol and doom patrol for a while flopped and x-men did really well now doom patrol starting to make a comeback but it's just interesting to see those types of things you know yeah yeah um oh so next new concept photos for the flash film and you can see that photo right there lesh what do you think of that it's obviously michael keaton's batman right behind him so yeah that i'm i'm very excited for and the fact that of course ben affleck is coming back um as batman um has me really excited like if they can do because man i wanted like freaking spider-verse live action man if they could do like Batverse, <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome get christian bale too i want christian bale back well i'm, well, yeah, I'm back. just hoping that this really opens up the multiverse yeah. And we can see, you know, a true crossover between making every DC property canon. canon. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Heck yeah. And put in and the crow so in there. Put I'm in all the multiverse crows. Flashpoint story. <laughs> you ever seen Rick and Morty? Yeah. I, I know. It reminds yeah. me of like when there were all the different Ricks and Mortys. <laughs> <laughs> all the crows, man. I'm telling you. Alrighty. <laughs> That's the crossover event you want. <laughs> probably not all right so anything else from dc fandom that we should go over um no i think that's everything basically okay cool. oh wait what about um all right so uh, green lantern it's... ryan Reynolds is coming back did you hear that announcement i'm pretty sure that was not confirmed confirmed green lantern 2 with ryan no that was, that was not confirmed at all wait did it was it were they like hinting he was coming back yeah there there were like um a lot of rumors that Ryan Reynolds was going to be like in the Justice League. Oh, they, oh, I think I knew about that, but like, not like, oh, okay. Well, like, at DC fandom, those rumors but were back. Nothing was official. 
there are there was nothing talked about at DC oh, fandom okay. about that, okay. but there were a lot of rumors surrounding it that like people were talking and saying it was a possibility and stuff. Oh. Interesting. So you're trying to make up news and it's actually a rumor. <laughs> there we go. I'll be here all For week. Once, you're actually kind of close. All right. Love it. <laughs> all right. So let's jump into game talk. All right. <laughs> so it's finally time to wrap up our discussion on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Just like last time, we'll have two separate discussions with two separate spoiler warnings. One for the Dragon Ball story, starting at the Buu Saga and ending with Battle of Gods. And one for the portions of the game relating to those sagas of the story. So without any further ado, let's cue the first spoiler warning for the story discussion. Spoiler warning! Warning, warning, spoilers incoming. So, um, in the game, unless you didn't play the DLC, but I'll go ahead and say the DLC doesn't really tell the story of Battle of Gods. It's very different. Mm. So we're going to completely ignore the Battle of Gods. We're just going to talk Boo Saga. So, Lesh, what were your thoughts on the Boo Saga? Uh, the Boo Saga was actually my favorite um, of the sagas. Uh, just because, for me, I felt it was the um, only one where it decided just not to take anything seriously and just go completely, like, bonkers. <laughs> if I'm being totally okay. honest. So, um, Boo Saga is my least favorite saga mm-hmm. for that reason. But it's interesting because that was very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Akira Toriyama, the writer of Dragon Ball, saw the Boo Saga as a parody, a self-parody of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. So it was meant to be him kind of parodying himself. Um, like Super Saiyan 3... The whole thing of like, like in the anime, he actually like screams for like five minutes <laughs> um, when he transforms into Super Saiyan 3. <laughs> and so like that was supposed to be a parody of like you, you yell and get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea of how quickly Goten went to Super Saiyan and then how quickly Gotenks went to Super Saiyan 3 without like even trying was a parody of like how quickly people power up. Got it. And then Boo, like this fat, fat idiot that becomes strong by absorbing people was again self-parody mm-hmm. so it's really interesting yeah so what were some of your favorite parts about the boo saga uh well you know my favorite character is vegeta and so vegeto was like playing as vegeto was like freaking cool when they, and, I, and i knew they were good yeah. i knew at some point like when they were setting up um that uh that fusion i was like oh like like or when they were setting up the idea of fusions i was like mm-hmm. okay you know you know this is gonna happen at some point and then i was like i was totally geeking out when it happened i thought it was so cool um cool. yeah and then i loved the i think the, the the last battle between um uh goku and boo at the end was really cool especially with like yeah the theme song playing i thought that was fun oh, yeah. um yeah 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 those are kind of my top two i think moments cool so it's really interesting too because we have vegeta which is the patara fusion and then gogeta mm-hmm. who was in a movie um the fusion reborn movie that was non-canon mm. And then we never really saw... We saw Gogeta in GT later on, but again, arguments about whether GT is canon or not. Most people say no. Um, but the Broly movie recently, what was that, like a year ago? Almost two years ago now? Wow. Um, 
made Gogeta canon. So it's cool that now we have Vegito and Gogeta both as, you know, one being the fusion dance, Gogeta and Patara for Vegito. So, yeah, Vegito's a pretty cool character. I prefer Gogeta, but that's just because I think Fusion Dance is cooler than Patara. Mm-hmm. But there are, I believe, more Vegito fans than there are Gogeta fans. So. Heck yeah. Team Vegito. So, um, yeah, so the Boo Saga is really interesting. Um, I really like the whole idea of, like, the world tournament. Yeah, the world starting tournament Starting it cool. out. And then we see that Mr. Satan is, like, this big, like, celebrity. And everybody kind of hates him from the audience standpoint because he takes the credit of the cell fight but then by the end of the saga you're like oh wow he's actually like a good guy and is really important and without mm-hmm. him the world probably would have ended i like the dog b yeah <laughs> yeah satan was satan was a, a funny character um yeah i was kind of cracking up with a lot of his stuff <laughs> i think it's no surprise to say to you um videl and gohan ended up getting married wait what really yeah Oh, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, and, and their kid like, goes, like, 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 Super Saiyan, like, bazillion, right? Actually, I don't think the kid goes Super Saiyan at all. That oh, what? <laughs> Loser? Not, not yet, at least. <laughs> it's a girl named Pan. Oh. Because, you know, like, they're all named after food. Oh, that, okay. And Pan That makes bread. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. The Saiyans are named bread. after food, so Pan, bread. Um. And then um, Vegeta and Bulma have a second kid, Got a it. daughter named Bola. Bola. How did how did he come up with these names, man? <laughs> because well, all all Saiyans are named after. Food. But like 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 why? <laughs> but then the the Bulma family, Bulma means underwear, so her son trunks like underwear, and then Bola means bra. So I'm just more I'm just so confused as to like why they decided to do that. Yes, <laughs> but then again, like, why does anyone do anything? Yeah, good point. You know, because they love food and underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Not together. <laughs> no, together, definitely together. Okay, putting your food in your underwear. Well, I eat in my underwear. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Me yeah. too. Usually more clothes than just underwear, but sometimes, occasionally, just underwear. Yeah, or sometimes even nothing. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the, back to the, the this All right, but back on topic, back on topic. Yeah, what, what was the topic? Uh, we're talking about, um, Apple Saga, and Walmart right. logos. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, so, um, they're, they actually completely retconned the whole Super Saiyan God thing, which is really interesting. Mm. We'll get to that in a minute when we talk about the game. But, um, so yeah, the, the Boo Saga is really interesting. I really like the whole, like, Bobbity's minions and the Majins. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was Majin Buu. And also, did you notice, what was Bobbity's dad's name? Do you remember? Oh, I don't. Bibbity. Bibbity, oh, yeah. Bibbity Bobbity Boo. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. And then Boo's interesting because he starts as Fat Boo, and then he ends up separating from um, Fat Boo to become Pure Evil Boo and Fat Boo. And then Pure Evil Boo eats Fat Boo after turning him into chocolate, and then he becomes Super Boo. And then Super Boo absorbs Go Tanks to become Boo Tanks, and fights a bit as Boo Tanks. And then Boo Tanks absorbs Piccolo to become Bukolo. Bukolo doesn't do any fighting; he just absorbs, um, because he got intelligence from Bukolo from Piccolo. And then he absorbs Gohan to become Buhan. And Buhan fights Vegito. Then Vegito forces himself to be absorbed by Buhan, and then fights inside of Buhan. And releases Piccolo, Gotenks, and um, 
Gohan as well as Fat Boo. And then he gets reverted back to his original state of pure evil Boo, also known as Kid Boo, who fights against Super Saiyan 3 Goku and Angel Vegeta. I, so that's like the, pretty much the whole story there. I will admit it was kind of weird um, in kind of like a funny way how like literally like it's just well, I guess it's never mind. I guess it's more about the game, I guess. So okay, we can, we'll get to that in yeah, a little bit then. I'll see it. And it's this kind of relates back to what's happening in Dokkan right now as well, because the two main units are a Boo Tanks, who transforms into Buhan, and a Goku slash or Goku and um Vegeta Angel that transform into Super Vegito. So cool stuff going on in Dokkan that relates to the same thing. Um other interesting things about the Boo saga, uh the whole thing of the fusion dance to create Go Tanks mm-hmm. was cool. Um, how Piccolo kind of takes up that mentor um, role again. Um, Daddy Piccolo. Yeah, <laughs> Daddy Piccolo. <laughs> um, the whole, like, going back to Bobbity and his minions, um, the fights against Deborah and Pui Pui and Yakon and Yamu and Spopovich. The whole introduction of there's Kai's beyond King Kai. There's the Supreme Kai um, and all the other types of Kai's. The Ultimate Kai. Um, the ultimate kai there's also the grand kai which we didn't get to see he's from filler arcs um i also think it's interesting that king kai who's like north kai he they call him king kai but kai is a japanese word for king so his name is king king (laughs) so yeah um what else um the whole thing of um kibito being like the secondary kai training to become the new kai then there's elder kai um who like does the dancing thing around Gohan to make Ultimate Gohan? Ultimate Gohan is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that covers all the main stuff of the Boo Saga. All right, should we jump into so the let's game? Hop into the... Yeah, let's do a quick spoiler warning for anybody who doesn't want to hear about the game yet. Warning! Warning! Spoilers incoming. So now we're back for talking about the game Boo Saga portion. Um, one thing I do want to mention is the DLC, Battle of Gods. It's really interesting what they did. They kind of retconned it. They took out the story completely. Now it's just out of nowhere. You start the DLC and Whis and Beerus are like, oh, hi, Goku, you're here. And he's like, what? Who are you guys? They introduce themselves and then they're like, we're going to train you. And so it has nothing to do with the original I, anime, I, uh, manga, or movie. I do think that's part of the me- the reason why. Because I saw gameplay of it. I think that's the big reason why I actually ended up not getting it. was because I wanted some story like yeah. content. But then, yeah, I saw that wasn't really what I was thinking it was mm-hmm. going to be. And so that's why I, I didn't end up getting it. But I will say, Lesh, if you're interested in finding out about the story, just watch the movie Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods. Cool, cool. And that'll fill you in on the whole story. So what happens in the anime, the manga, and the movie is... Um, Beerus wants to fight somebody. He wakes up, he's a god of destruction, and he's like, I had a dream about something called a Super Saiyan God, and I want to fight it. So he goes to Earth, he finds that that's where there's some Saiyans, and he finds Goku, and he actually inter- interrupts um, Bulma's birthday party. <laughs> and he wants to fight Goku, and then they sort of like, oh, how do you make a Super Saiyan God? So they summon Shenron to ask him, and apparently you need five Saiyans to do a, a ritual to create Super Saiyan God. And so the Saiyans they use are Vegeta, Trunks, 
Goten, um, Gohan, and they're missing a Saiyan. They need another Saiyan. So what you find out is Videl is pregnant. And so that Videl joins in, and because of the baby Saiyan inside of her, they're able to complete the ceremony. But um, they completely retconned that in the um, game, and instead they they get the time machine and they use future trunks instead of Pan, hmm. which is inside of Videl. And I thought it was much cooler to have Videl a part of it. Because mm-hmm. like when they do the, the ceremony, everybody goes Super Saiyan, and Videl, like her hair goes up and goes blonde, <laughs> even though she's not a Saiyan. So it was kind of cool. It's kind of cool. But instead, they just use trunks, future trunks, which I think is kind of dumb. Um, but I just wanted to point that out and say... You essentially just do a bunch of training and you can get higher levels and unlock Super Saiyan God for Goku and for Vegeta. And that's pretty much all the DLC is right now. Hopefully there will be more with stories in the future. That's all it is right now. Now back to uh, Boo Saga. I just want to get that out of the way because it's real quick and short. Cool, cool. So Boo Saga gameplay. Um, When it comes to actually playing the game, it was interesting. I thought it was... A little too quick, but then again, they cut out a lot of filler that I liked, but it's filler, so you can't really complain about it being cut out, because there's a lot of stuff happening on Etherworld in the filler, but um, it was cool to unlock like Super Saiyan 3 and stuff, and then playing as Gotenks was also kind of fun. Like you said, playing as Vegito was fun. The final battle was fun with Super Spirit Bomb and such. Unlocking new moves like the Dragon Fist. Yeah was really cool i i definitely think that like gameplay wise um that was kind of dragon ball z kakarot's like strong suit for me um i i thought the i thought the fighting was like a total blast Mm. like that was some of the most fun i think i've had in in a game in a long time was kind of just doing those battles and stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah playing as vegeto and and kind of and all those characters so um the one thing i thought was kind of weird um was like i i thought it was kind of funny how like they're always saying like, "Oh, like this person needs to defeat Boo," and then, and then it goes to like the next person, and then the next. I don't know. That was kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> well, I think part of it too is like a big Dragon Ball trope is like everybody's failing, and then somebody shows up and saves the day. Yeah. So again, with the idea of self-parody, it was like, "Oh, we have to fight to defeat Boo. We have Gotenks to save the day," mm-hmm. and Gotenks gets absorbed. Yeah. That's okay. We have Gohan to save the day. Gohan gets absorbed. <laughs> we have Goku to save the day. Goku can't beat him. Vegeta shows up, then they fuse, and now we finally get somebody to beat them. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like playing with that trope. And then he becomes like Kid Buu and, you know, all that stuff. And then it all keeps yeah, going. Yeah, it keeps yeah. going, yeah. <laughs> and then Buu ends up being good. The, yeah. The fat Buu. Fat so. Buu. Um, I'd like yeah, it. And then you actually end up finding a whole bunch more about Boo, even now with the new stuff coming out mm-hmm. in the manga. You find out that, like, um, the um, Boo, Kid Boo absorbed Grand Supreme Kai way, way, way back when. <laughs> and that's why he became fat, because Grand Supreme Kai was fat. So that's why that's when um, he kicked him out, he became um, Kid Boo. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Boo we have now, the good Boo, is super strong because he has Grand Supreme Kai inside of him. Got it. Sorry if I just spoiled, spoiled part of the moral arc for you. Yeah, dude, right come now. on, but, man. Well, we played a spoiler <laughs> warning. <laughs> Not for this, though. Oh, well. Um, I don't really know if I have much more to say about it. Do you? Not really. Um, Do you have a like rating for Kakarot now that we've done like the whole game? Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of want to see the rest of the DLC. Yeah. Because right now the game is like an A, like solid A, not plus or minus. Mm -hmm. And the DLC is like a C minus. Yeah. But if they release more, I know they're releasing more DLC. If the new DLC is good, then I'll definitely bump up the DLC rating. Mm -hmm. I don't really have like an out of 10 rating. Just right now, just a solid A for the game. I mean, the game was a lot of fun. Like, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, yeah. and it, I think it tells the story in a good way. Yeah, how would you rate the game? Um, I'm probably probably kind of at like an eight out of ten, probably. Like I said, yeah, it's, okay. it's a lot of fun. Um, this is kind of like my first real dive into kind of that world, I guess. Cause I never really got into it before. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, video game having it be a video game, I think made it a lot more fun for me. To kind of get cool. into it. Yeah, it was definitely a, a really well-implemented game. Yeah. Like, with the fighting and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, with that, we're going to jump into our game slash activity. Playing on the idea of Dragon Ball, I came up with this idea. Both of us are going to come up with three characters. Mm-hmm. Three pairs, really. Because, uh, so, six characters for me, six characters for Lesh. You're going to have two characters that fuse together with Patara Fusion. And three pairs of that. So, just a reminder... With um, Fusion Dance, the characters have to be equal power level and uh, roughly the same size, which is why um, the like uh, Goten and Trunks could do it, because they're about the same size and they're able to adjust their power levels. But with Patara Fusion, it can be any two people, no matter what, that can fuse, which is why Kabito and Supreme Kai, completely different sizes and completely different power levels, were able to fuse with Patara Fusion. So, that's why I chose Patara instead of Fusion Dance, so you can pick two very different characters and have them fuse. I have two really cool serious ones, and then one silly one. What should I start with? Go, uh, say the silly one for last. Okay. Um, how about you go first? Alright. Um, first one I'm going, or my, I guess my first pair that I'm going with is, I try to pick characters that, like, I feel like would, um, would please fans if they fuse together, even though they okay. may not necessarily want to but you know i think that's always the kind of the fun like like with uh vegeta and goku being kind of rivals um with that said i'm going with uh sub-zero and scorpion from mortal Kombat. oh that's a cool idea to come together yeah um i think yeah because you know they're both rivals but i think like having their powers fused together would be really cool to have Mm -hmm. like you know like the the fiery like hellish scorpion with like the ice from sub-zero i think it'd be pretty dope Mm -hmm. and that does kind of relate to goku and vegeta they're not enemies but they are still kind of rivals and vegeto is very reluctant to fuse so if there was something that came up and they're like we have to fuse to do this Mm -hmm. very similar to like piccolo and goku working together at the very beginning yeah so my pair is from two completely different universes nice they are both aliens that came to earth being sent away from their home world and were raised by essentially farm owners all right. With good values and end up becoming people that other people look up to and live good lives and are very strong. Superman and Goku. Okay. I think that'd be a really interesting fusion um, to have all the martial arts expertise of Goku, all the strength of Goku, and all of the beam blasts and Kamehameha and other types of moves and the spirit bomb and all that type of stuff and the different layer levels of Super Saiyan along with all of Superman's powers, I think, could be a really interesting fusion and ex- like pretty much unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I and mean, we saw cool. the. What's your? Go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, um, death battle. <laughs> I 
I was gonna bring that up when they fought against each oh, other, yeah. but now they're together, so it's like, yeah, how, how can you? You can't beat that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, your turn. Um, your I'm one. going. I'm actually also gonna go with Superman. Uh, I'm gonna go Superman and Hulk just because I want. Oh, I, interesting. I, I want to see a big green Superman. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> cool. It's interesting that we're perfectly segueing into each other. Yeah. Why? Because you also have Hulk? That's really interesting. I have Hulk. All right. (laughs) So I have Bruce Banner and Barry Allen. Uh, Oh, man. So imagine the Hulk (laughs) with the Speed Force. Can you imagine seeing, like, someone the size of the Hulk and the muscular of the Hulk running towards you that fast? Oh, that's that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, right? That that's scary to be honest. With right? You. Yeah, th- that's what I thought. I thought that'd be kind of cool, yeah. but frightening. <laughs> and that, that I think your fusion is probably makes more because, like Hulk, you know, like I guess Hulk and Superman are already just kind of like they're super powerful like beings, right? But at least Flash yeah. kind of adds a little kind of different element to yeah. to Hulk. <laughs> so that's funny. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. My so my last one is mine's a goofy one. Um, just cause I thought it would be kind of funny to do it. Um, so I'm going to have, um, Venom with Pikachu. <laughs> okay, that is good. <laughs> just cause That's that'd funny. be like terrifying, you know, and Pikachu, yeah, Pikachu's so cute, but they like get, give him Venom. Oh man. Pair him up with Venom. And, and like That's the way scary. his like, mouth would open and stuff. Oh man. <laughs> so mine is goofy, but in a different way. Okay. There's really no superpowers to come of this. Okay. It's just making something very, very large and extremely fat. Oh, gosh. Fat Albert and the Kool-Aid Man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so just something completely ridiculous yeah. and stupid and silly. <laughs> That's so, funny. Um, I hope you guys liked our, our choices. Some of them were really cool, I think. Some were just funny and even frightening. So if you want to let us know what you thought, you can reach out to us. Perfect segue to our closer. Perfect. On Twitter, um, we'll start with uh, Bradley. He's not here. It's at LoreMasterBrad. Lesh is? I'm at Lesh is more. And I'm at Joshua Comics. You can also check us out on Facebook. Just search for The Comic and Culture Cast. Also, YouTube and BitChute. We have videos up there. I actually just uploaded a video um, yesterday. Yeah, I think yesterday. It was my summons from this um, celebration going on for the Boo Saga on Dokkan. And I'll have another one coming in the next week or two of more summons. Uh, just search for The Comic and Culture Cast on YouTube and on BitChute. And don't forget to leave us some Apple Podcast reviews so we can check those out. Say that I'm awesome, um, please. Yes. Uh, talk about how cool Lesh is and how um, good I am. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and talk about how much you love Bradley. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so as we close, I want to talk about something that we've kind of been doing behind the scenes. A really cool branching out process we have. Lesh has started this awesome new podcast called Expedition Odyssey. Um, Bradley's trying to focus on his streaming a bit, streaming some games. And I plan on soon starting my own personal YouTube channel, um, separate from the Comic and Culture cast. And I'm kind of uh, almost done. I plan to, by October, start uploading content. Nice. So I'm in the process of working on that. But the... um, this by no means need, means that the... That's a weird way to say it. This by no means means that the Comic and Culture Cast is ending. The Comic and Culture Cast will continue to be our central hub where we do all things together. So anything that 
Lesh wants to do on his own, he's doing on Expedition Odyssey. Things I want to do on my own, I'm doing my YouTube channel. Bradley's doing things on his own on his streaming channel. Anytime we do a video together, it'll be on the Comic and Culture Cast YouTube channel. And anytime that we do talking together, it'll be here on the Comic and Culture Cast. This is not going away. It's just going to continue forward as our central hub. So please continue to support the Comic and Culture Cast. Also support Expedition Odyssey. Support my YouTube channel. Support Bradley's streaming. We want all of these things to grow so that way we can do things that might not interest the other people, but interest us, and then still do the things that interest us together. Um, I'm going to continue uploading content to the Comic and Culture Cast YouTube channel until I'm ready to start my personal one, and then the Comic and Culture Cast will be um, left strictly for things that we do together starting in October. So we appreciate your support, and our goal is to share our interests with y'all to provide quality entertainment for y'all, both as a team and as individuals. Is your YouTube channel for, for games? So my plan right now is to do, um, I haven't fleshed everything out yet, so don't take this um, as written in stone, but my idea is to do um, three videos a week, mm-hmm. one on Dokkan, one on pop culture, it can be video games, movies, TV, anything like that, and then one where I just kind of get in front of the camera and rant or ramble about something. <laughs> nice. So, Yeah. And then I want to do um, some ongoing series as well. Maybe it'll be like a daily series where I spend some time pre-recording, like, 14 episodes of me playing through a game and then i schedule it to upload every day nice. but my goal is to have three uploads a week dokkan pop, pop culture and then a rant slash ramble so we'll see if i actually stick with that again i'm giving myself until october to flush everything out so i have like a month and two days <laughs> to figure this out so i think it's going to be real interesting do you want to talk a little bit about expedition odyssey before we close out sure yeah uh so yeah expedition odyssey it's a uh, travel podcast uh dedicated to gamers so a lot of the things that we kind of talk about are kind of learning about um, our world through kind of the kind of like the real life locations that take place uh, or that video games take place in uh, historical um, backgrounds of video games, as well as kind of learning about the cultures of different video game characters. So, yeah, that's kind of kind of where I'm at with that. So we don't really we're not like a typical gaming podcast where, we, you know, where we, we like review a video game, stuff like that. It's more kind of like. Learning, like, if this game takes place in, like, Japan, we'll talk about Japan, you know, um, and kind of learn more about kind of the real-life location, so. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. All right. So, I, I guess we'll do our two-person closeout here. All right. Why must the podcast end? Oh, wait. Sorry. Um, that's the three-person. Wailing <laughs> uh, Wolf is Aquaman Ruby's the end of the podcast. Well, that's just too bad, Aqualad. I guess we'll have to wait until next episode. Hail Hydra. All right, so before we officially finish, I want to take this time to remember and honor uh, Chadwick Boseman, who died of colon cancer on August 28th, 2020. He played Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall, but I know a lot of us knew him well as T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, I could go on and on about my love for Marvel, but you guys already know I mean, I'm the Marvel's Marvel guy. Uh, I look up to many of those MCU actors, Chadwick included, and my world completely turned upside down after hearing of his death. Uh, He was a hero to me often on screen, as I know he was a hero to many other people as well. Um, For the entire month of September, I will actually be raising money for the Colon Cancer Coalition in Chadwick's honor. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you can check out my page if you like to donate. Uh, I'm also getting Expedition Odyssey in on this because I want that show to stand for uh, kind of the goodness and light for people. Um, Expedition Odyssey is sponsored by Scavenge Gaming. They sell precision grips. If you use the code Expedition Odyssey at checkout, you will get a discount and I will get a commission and any money raised through September by Scavenge 
um, Scavenge Gaming, I will donate to the Colon Cancer Coalition. Uh, if you'd like to donate personally or get some precision grips, thank you so much for the support. For the Panther, Wakanda forever.